So I've noticed more and more solo and small firm lawyers starting to use scheduling programs. You know, the where they send you a link and that takes you to a web page with their calendar and then you can pick a day and time for a meeting or a phone call or, or whatever it is you're trying to to get in touch with them about. Um, you know, my barber uses a, a calendar, uh, excuse me, a scheduling program like this, and it works great for him. Now, while I think that using a scheduling program in your law practice can have benefits. It's it's not for me. You know, having a practice that works for me is important, and part of that is to be able to control my calendar. In this episode, I talk about some of these benefits to having a scheduling program and explain why, despite those, why I won't be using a program like this for myself. I would love to hear from you whether or not you use a scheduling program in your law practice and why or why not. You can send an email to me at brad at newmodernlawyer.com and let me know. I'm Brad Miller, and this podcast will help you transform your law practice through deliberate design, core business competency, mental mastery, and powerful positioning so that you can have a practice that gives you the life you want, not a life that is the mercy of your practice. If you want to stop struggling, spend more time with your family, live a life of abundance, and make a difference in the lives of your clients, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the New Modern Lawyer Podcast. The other day, another lawyer reached out to me for a networking call. And to schedule this call, she sent me a link, a scheduling link uh, to click on that would go to her calendar. And from there, I could pick different dates and different times and and schedule uh, this networking meeting with her. Now, you probably have seen things like this. I mean, I've, um, you know, just in the past couple of weeks have noticed more and more, uh, particularly solo and small firm lawyers, having these scheduling links actually on their emails. So in the e- in the footer of the email after their email, their their name and everything else, they'll have a link um, to their scheduling platform, the scheduling program that they're using, and you can click on that and go and schedule an appointment with them for networking or if you're a potential client or or, or whatever. And again, I said, I've noticed a lot of, of lawyers, especially solo and small firm lawyers, are starting to use these things. Um, I mean, my barber has an automatic scheduling program that he uses to help schedule uh, cl- his clients. The people are getting a haircut with him. Uh, you know, his is specific for um, hairdressers and barbers and massage therapists and people kind of like that in the service industry. Um, you know, but the concept is the same, you know, I go in and I, um, go onto his website. There's a link on there that I take. I click on the services I want. And then on there, it gives me uh, a link to his calendar, pulls up the calendar for the barber that I use and it shows me when he's available, the dates, and then the times I can pick from. I click on whatever one I want. It asks me to confirm, um, and then it sends me an email um, to confirm the, the the appointment that I have, and also for reminders and things like that. And and obviously, for it makes a lot of sense for the barber. I mean, you know, because he is using this app, you know, this online uh, software, he doesn't have to stop and answer the phone. 
when someone uh, wants to call and schedule an appointment with him. Right? He could just have them go to the website. He can be still doing his thing. Um, he could be not even in, in the uh, in the shop, and he can have other his his clients come and get haircut appointments scheduled with him. You know, so that's great for him. Obviously, the clients. You know, it, it's easy for us as well, um, and it, so it works out really well for for him as barbers. And again, I can see it working out very well for hairdressers, for massage therapists, people like that. Uh, they're in the service industry where they're um, making money by providing services. Now, lawyers, I mean, are very you know kind of similar. Obviously, we're in the service business. You know, we provide legal services to our clients. And, you know, I could definitely see benefits to a, a program like this as well for, for lawyers, for sole and small firm lawyers. You know, if you've ever tried to set up a meeting with someone, especially someone, another lawyer, for instance, someone who is very busy, uh, it can be a challenge. There can be a lot of back and forth of calendars trying to find dates that work. Trying to find times that work with each person's calendar, you know, especially if they've got court or hearings or things like that, that um, that keeps them out of the office or limits their time uh, that they're available. And so, by having this um, online system like this, some sort of a scheduling program, you can kind of avoid some of that back and forth uh, scheduling tag um, that you may be playing with them, because you could just send them a link to your calendar, and then they can find a time um, on your calendar that works for them, you know? And so it takes kind of you out as the middleman. And it sh- you know, in theory, it should make things a lot easier and simpler to, to come up with a time that works best for everyone. Um, and obviously the more people you have uh, involved in this meeting or whatnot, the more benefits you can see from it. Um, you know, the more people you have trying to schedule, uh, the more calendars that you're trying to match up with, it's a lot easier to, um, I think, find availability um, if you can look at calendars and visualize them as opposed to trying to go back and forth through email, for instance. I know email is a way that a lot of lawyers do. They schedule their meetings and things. Um, and frankly, it's not a terribly efficient way of doing it. You know, so some sort of a a scheduling program like this where you can just send them a link to your schedule and they can self-schedule on there, on the calendar, you know, definitely avoids a lot of those issues of the back and forth. Um, It also helps prevent you from, or, or I guess not really prevent you, but it helps reduce the time that you're spending trying to schedule things. You know, if if you were sending a link by email, let's say, to the other side, you know, whether it's a client, potential client, whoever it might be, that's, you know, what all you need to do really is send that link. You know, the link is gone. You just sit back and, you know, do whatever, I guess. But you don't have to be active in the conversation anymore to try to schedule this. Unlike an email or a phone call where you actually have to be present, you know, there's back and forth involved. You have to take time to look at your calendar. You have to go and make sure that what works with you works for them. And if not, you know, maybe if they uh, throw out an alternative date and time, and then you need to check that on your calendar and, and back and forth. And so having something that goes directly to your schedule like that um, means that you don't have to. To, to insert yourself, you know, you can spend your time instead doing other things. 
working, you know, helping clients, doing stuff like that. And obviously, the fact that this these programs do integrate with your calendar means that it's very easy to get appointments on there, uh, and you are avoiding a lot of the error that sometimes happens. Um, you know, I have definitely, I I'm pretty good about it myself. But I've definitely been on the other side of meetings where I show up to the meeting and the other side isn't there. And I send it, you know, and so I'll sit there and wait, nothing happens. And, you know, oftentimes I'll send an email saying, hey, I'm here, um, you know, making sure you're on your way. And sometimes I find out that they had the wrong date on their calendar. You know, they had our meeting set for a different day. And so you can eliminate these things. Uh, by using an automatic scheduling program like this, because it automatically, when when the per client, the potential client, the uh, the lawyer, whoever it is you're you know you're setting this appointment with, when they schedule that, it automatically goes into your calendar. So that's there. So there is no error of did you put it on there? There's no issue of did you type it in the right way? Um, you know, did you miss miss up the date? Did you forget time changes or anything like that? It's already put up in your calendar for you automatically. You don't have to worry about it. So you're not in there making mistakes. Right? On the client prospect side, you know, on the other side, you know, it's also nice that they can schedule things 24-7, whatever works for them. So particularly if you've got potential clients who are reaching out for you to you and, and want to uh, meet with you to see about potentially hiring you, they may not be available during standard business hours. You know, if they have their own, they have a job that they work during the day, that maybe they can't get away from, you know, they're, or they're just out or for whatever reason, uh, maybe they're not thinking about it or they're really searching for lawyers at um, odd times a day, you know, late at night early in the morning, maybe, you know, whatever, whatever works for them. And one of the nice things about the automatic scheduling like this is that someone can schedule an appointment with you when, you know, whenever they, they're around, you know, like for my barber, for instance, um, I can use an app on my phone to schedule my appointments with him. And, and so I have scheduled things at 10 o'clock at night when I think about it, you know, when I look at my kind of figuring out what's coming up for the week and, and realize that, hey, I need a, to squeeze time in for a haircut. It makes it nice and easy to do that whenever. Um, it, it also makes it easy to be able to reschedule or cancel an appointment. You know, if something comes up but I need to reschedule with my barber, it's easy to go into the app again and click on to reschedule and just find a new time that works. And I've had to do that before in the past. Um, you know, when something pops up and time doesn't work out, you know, to be able to do that, it's very easy to do. You don't have to worry about trying to call up the, the, the barber, you know, try to get a hold of him, saying, hey, did you reschedule, him looking at his calendar, all that stuff. It, it's very simple and easy to go on there and do it, um, reschedule or cancel if I need to. So obviously for lawyers, you know, that can be very beneficial for your clients, for the prospects that are reaching out to you uh, because they don't need to reach out to you to, to make changes or to cancel. They can do it on their own, and then it just changes automatically on your calendar. All that being said, all those are really great reasons or really good benefits to using these uh, scheduling programs for your practice, again, especially if you're a solo small firm lawyer. Despite all that, though, I don't use any of those. I, I refuse to use a scheduling program for my law practice. 
And it's not that I haven't thought about it. I mean, I've definitely looked into these programs. Um, I've, I've kind of played around a little bit in the past with some of these, especially when it comes to trying to find a time that works well for a group of people. You know, so try to find a time that is available for everybody. Our calendars can be very tricky sometimes. And so in the past, I've, I've tried to use some of these apps to help um, make it a little easier to find a, a time that everyone can meet. But that being said, I've never really been a big fan of the scheduling apps when it comes to scheduling meetings with others, whether it be um, a phone call with a potential client or a, a, an update, you know, some sort of a meeting with a client or, or even at networking, a lunch or things like that. I know um, several lawyers who use the scheduling program to schedule networking meetings with other people. You know, they'll have a little, maybe a 30 minute networking phone call is, is something that you can sign up for, or, you know, they sign up for specifically for a lunch, you know, a, a networking lunch with someone and you schedule a lunch on their calendar with it. But the reason why I don't like these and why I don't use them is that because I try to be very deliberate with the design of my law practice. I am very conscious of the fact that if you're not careful, your law practice can take over your life. I mean, think about all the lawyers out there where you see um, talking about how they've stayed late into the office, that they're working on the weekends, that they've had to cancel different things, that they've missed um, you know, family meals, they've missed sporting events, you know, soccer games and things like that for their children because of their practice, because they had a brief due that they had to work on, or they just weren't able to get away because there was stuff that needed to be done in their office. For me, one of my highest values is family. And so I want to make sure that my law practice doesn't take over and control my schedule when it comes to my family. Like, I want to make sure that I'm available for them. So, for instance, every morning I get my daughter on the bus. Yeah. Um, you know, she is in first grade, and so she, they require an adult to be down there with her. So I take her down to the bus every morning, and same thing in the afternoon when she gets off the bus. Um, I am there to make sure that she gets off the bus safely. My wife works, uh, you know, has, has a full-time job, and she works during the day, so she's not around and available to do that. So the only way that we can make sure that she gets on the bus, my daughter gets on the bus, is me being there to do that. And so it's really important that I have that time available to do that, to be able to take her out on the bus and things like that. Or, you know, she's has piano lessons or if she's got softball practice, things like that. I want to make sure that my schedule allows me to take her to those things. And um, I need to protect, protect that on my calendar from other things happening. Another thing that is really important to me and is a high priority, high value for me is freedom and flexibility, and particularly when it comes to my calendar. Like I just said, it's really important to me that I'm able to schedule time for family, 
to do things with my family, to get my daughter on and off the bus, take her to practices, things like that. But I also like to have the freedom to control when I schedule things. For instance, I will not schedule any sort of a call or a meeting with a client before 10 a.m. And that's just something for me that I find that my energy isn't up for talking with somebody that early in the morning. Um, you know, it, it takes me a little bit of while to wake up. I like to, to, to wake up a little more gradually um, and not really in a conversational mood, you know, before 10 a.m. So, you know, for me, it's important that I schedule things that way. Or I like to make sure that I have my lunch period clear and that I'm not rushing things or, or bookending things. And by that, I mean scheduling back-to-back meetings. When I started law practice, my practice 15 so years ago, I didn't have any of this in place. I didn't think about my law practice and and kind of the importance of time and things like that. And so we basically just schedule things whenever the client or the prospect or whoever was able to do it. You know, when I would schedule things back to back, I go from one meeting to the other. And I, I realized that that was just really rough. Um, it it was just physically demanding to do that. And I mean, I like taking breaks um, between meetings so that I have time to kind of decompress from one uh, meeting and get myself ready for another. You know, this also gives me time to kind of collect my thoughts on what just happened in the meeting and to get prepared for the next one. You know, so if I have something back to back with no breaks, I don't have time to get prepared. So I find myself kind of the first five or 10 minutes just really trying to get up to speed on what's going on and reminding myself about the particular client or the prospect or whatever uh, in our conversation when that's better spent time actually getting to the meat of the reason why we're having this meeting or the call or whatever. And so it's easy. So I like to leave those buffers. They're very important to me to have that in there to be able to limit my scheduling. Now, I know that most of these scheduling programs allows you to set up specific times for things. You know, it lets you to limit things. It lets you put in buffers, all that kind of stuff. You know, so all these things that's important for me to have in my schedule, I know that a lot of these programs now will allow you to do. They'll allow you to insert that into your calendar to make sure that you've got those... um, the buffers or that meetings only happen during certain times, things like that. And why that may be true to be able to set that up and to be able to keep on top of that requires discipline. And it requires, you know, and there's a lot of time and energy that you need to put in to be able to do that, to keep it up. You know, um, you know, let's say my daughter's softball practice changes, you know, when it's a different time, and so I need to be flexible enough to be able to jump in and make those changes um, versus a very, you know, and if if I have a scheduling program in place, then I have to go into that scheduling program. I have to make the changes, make it noted that that's not available anymore, uh, move things around. If I want to put buffers in, I have to remember to do that. Um, and it's just a lot of hassle to me. You know, for me personally, I would much rather spend my time and energy on other things and not filling out my calendar. I mean, I would actually rather just get the meeting scheduled up front 
then have to go back and worry about did I leave myself time? Did I make that change in my schedule? Did I block that time off that I have to do things? The other thing that you know that I um, that kind of just came to me here is that when I when you block time, you know when you when you set up your calendar like that, generally you're saying I'm available during this block of time, which is great if all you're doing on that particular day is those type of meetings or client or, or, or calls or whatever. But oftentimes that's not the case. Oftentimes, much of my day is spent doing work, working on a, a drafting documents, things like that. And so, if I don't control my own calendar, if I let my schedule up to the a client or a prospect or somebody like that, they could very well schedule during a time where I really want to be focusing on my work, on my written work. Because I I do best when I have a large block of time to work on a task like that. When I'm if I'm drafting a document or reviewing a contract or something, I do best when I have a a, a block of time that I'm not interrupted by anything else. You know, whether it be an hour, whether it be two hours, whatever it might be. You know, so I can focus on that document and not have anything else distract me. If I allow others to schedule or to put themselves on my calendar, I have no way to protect that time that I use for um, really focusing on my work. And so I may be half an hour in and then have a, have a meeting that I have to take. And one day I might have to do that work. I may have to do that contract I'm working on and the next day I might not. So it's not like I can always say, hey, leave this two-hour block at this time every single day because I may not always have the same things going on. I may not need the, right, the same amount of time to work on them. You know, things fluctuate. I'm sure your schedule as a lawyer does as well. You know, every day is probably just a little bit different with the things you have. And so it's almost impossible to protect that um deep work time or whatever you want to call it, you know, time to get in the flow or focus time, whatever it may be for you. It's really hard to do that if you don't control your calendar. If others can put themselves on there and potentially schedule themselves during that time that you want to be working on something else. Yeah. So again, I understand that there's there's definitely benefits when it comes to using these scheduling programs for lawyers. It makes it a lot easier um, for your clients, for prospects to, to sign up, to reschedule meetings and, and, and calls and things with you. And, and so there's definitely the, uh, the client experience argument to be made about using these. But for me... It's more important for me that I have this the control, and, and I use air quotes control because, honestly, we don't actually have control over anything. Control is an illusion. Um, but we have the illusion, let's say, of control over my calendar so that I can make sure that my calendar works best for me and what I need to do. And then I can, again, move my client work or uh, my prospects, networking, whatever it is, around that so that it works best for me and not necessarily what we're works best for the clients because after all our goal here is not a client first law practice you know we're not doing things thinking solely or you know thinking of a client the first thing we want our practice to be client centric 
which means that it's, it's easier for the client to work with us. It's more enjoyable. They have a better experience. But those decisions that we, we make, those, those things that we do to make our firm that way, are done in the context of also what works for us as lawyers and what gives us the law practice that we want that's going to make us happy and satisfied. So I would love to hear, do you use a scheduling program? You know, if you're a solo small firm lawyer, do you use a scheduling program for prospects, for clients, for a networking meeting, for things like that? If so, I'd love to hear about that. Uh, you know, or do you not use it? You know, do you, are you in the same boat as I am and you just don't like those kind of programs and you'd rather handle it yourself? Yeah. let me know do you use it don't you use it why or why not you know leave uh you know love to hear your comments you know you can email me at brad at newmodernlawyer.com and um you know again love to hear some see your feedback and what you guys are doing um you know what works for you you know all right well i hope that you found some benefit out of this today's episode uh, and I will catch you guys on the next one. Take care.